Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad, uh, talking about my Monday night game group and what we played. We kind of had a progressive game night last night. We moved from uh, heavyweight to medium weight to lightweight, and typically we play Descent on Monday nights, but there were some circumstances that came about that we decided not to play it. And so we played a game called Lancaster instead to start the night by Queen Games. And I think Matthias Kramer is the the designer on that. And this game is heavily underrated for how good it is. It's a fantastic worker placement game. And there are forums actually on the Geek that people just can't understand why this game is so underrated. Why it's not just a, a bigger prominent standard in the hobby. And it's a fantastic game where you're trying to uh, influence the King of Britain to get victory points by upgrading your knights uh, that that are in your army, by building your castle up, which is in front of you, and by bringing nobles to your dinner table as well. Throughout the game, you can influence Parliament, and Parliament always has three laws that are in effect every round. You'll vote in uh, three new laws or not vote those in and keep the old ones, uh, depending on which laws are going to benefit you most. Some will give you victory points, some will, it's just, it's a really cool game. You can go to France, and and if you put uh, knights in France, you can fight some battles over there and gain victory points. Lots of stuff going on in this game. If this was a time for total reviews, I'd give you a total review, because the game is so good. I love Lancaster. It's beautiful. Not the time or place for total review, so check out Lancaster. I absolutely love the game. That was our first game we played last night. A little bit heavier. Then we moved on to Lord of the Rings Deck Building by Cryptozoic. Cryptozoic has many games, uh, deck building games using the same system uh, as Lord of the Rings Deck Building. In fact, I think their first one was the DC Deck Building game. All very similar. You use your power to buy cards and you use your power to kill enemies when they come out or uh, you can slay the arch enemies or the boss monsters or whatever it is depending on the game you're playing. In in this case, it was arch enemies for us. It's a nice uh, lightweight deck builder, but it's midweight as far as time goes. And so you know that I've been playing a lot of Thunderstone, which is a great deck builder, more involved. This was kind of a nice step back for a little bit to just kind of play a deck builder. Didn't have to think too much. But I really got to play a theme that I, uh, excuse me, I got to play a theme that I really enjoy. And so that's Lord of the Rings um, deck building. We played that, had a good time. And finally, we played a nice little lightweight game called Biblios. You're in the Middle Ages. You're trying to make your library more elaborate than everybody else's through drawing some cards during what's called the gift phase. And during that gift phase, you're going to be drawing cards, but you have to do it carefully because you only get one on your turn. Two of the cards that you draw are going to go to the other players. Yikes. And then one of the cards is going to go into the auction. You want to make sure that you're drawing the best card for you on your turn, but not giving anything good to the other players, which sometimes just doesn't happen. Then finally, in the auction phase, you use your cards, um, which are either money at this point or books, to uh, books. Books you'll use to get more money when a card is flipped and you begin to bid on things. And cards, uh, excuse me, money you will use to buy books that have been put into the auction phase. 
but um, hopefully at the end of the round, you will have a majority in books. By the way, there's five different book types, uh, five different colors, and you want to have the majority in at least two of those because at the end of the game, those books are worth a certain amount of victory points. Whoever has the most victory points wins. That uh, description doesn't do the game justice. It is a really, really quick play and a really, really fun game. So if you've never checked out Biblios before, I believe that's by Yellow Games, and it's a really good one. We had a great game night last night. Did you guys play anything last night? What are you playing this week? We want to hear it. Use that voice call-in feature, and uh, that's it for now. Check you later. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games FM gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey everyone, Jeremiah here with Board Games FM. And like the little segment said, I'm here with a first impression take of a game that actually is about maybe almost a year old now, but uh, I've it's weird because I've played demos of this and I've uh, taught this game a few times, and oddly enough, it was the first time that I played it was over this weekend, and that game is Wordsy from Formal Ferret Games by Gil Hova. Uh, this is a, as you may have guessed, a word game. But it's unlike most word games where, you know, if you play Scrabble or uh, Words with Friends, which is, you know, basically the digital version of Scrabble or Boggle or things like that, you're, you're playing word games where you're limited to what letters are actually on the board. Well, with Wordsy, it's a little different than that. You're going to deal out eight letters in four columns, and each row or each column is worth a certain amount of points. Uh, so you've got you know these two by two by two by two, and uh, you have this row of of letters out there, and you're you're going to take uh, when the round starts, you're going to write the longest word you can, and once that happens somebody writes the first word you're going to flip over a timer everybody has to write a word before that timer expires then you're going to score your word and that's the entire round you score your word you know there's typical you can't use proper nouns and things like that there's those typical rules for for using words but uh, you do that you play seven rounds and you kind of refresh those cards by getting rid of uh, the the lowest point ones those go away and then everything slides over. So the longer a word's been or a letter's been out, you uh, they get worth less. Uh, and then at the end of the game, you score. There's some bonuses for if you were the first player to uh, write the word or if your word was longer than the first players and things like that. We'll give you a couple extra bonus points here and there. And that's it. But the cool thing is, is you can write any word, but you only score points for the letters in your word that are on the table. And it doesn't constrict you to trying to come up with some screwy word out of three A's and a and an F and things like that. There's actually no vowels in the deck of cards. It's all consonants. And it just allows you to be creative. It allows you to really use your vocabulary to try to find words and words that work. It's a really fun little game. I I remember the first time I saw it demoed, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a word game that 
even people that aren't English majors, which I, I live with one. My wife was an English major and she's got friends who are English majors and bookworms and everything. But it's still a game that anybody can play and really has a chance of winning, even if they aren't uh, just, you know, super literary people or have this vast vocabulary or whatever. It's every man's word game. It's really fun. It's, it's a great time. So that's Wordsy. I, I think it's... It definitely redefines what a word game is for me, and I really enjoyed it for that reason. All right, stay tuned for more here on Board Games FM, and as always, we're powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Stick around. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com, and today it's my game night review, game night recap, let's call it that. Um, so last night, we played a few games of Werewords. We played a few games of Chameleon. And that is the standard procedure now because those are great, fast, fun games that we can play with anybody. Also played Vikings, which is a game from a few years ago by Michael Cromer. And really great tile placement auction game that is elegant and simple and fun. And a one by one point, so that was really cool. And then finally, uh, another week, another game of Gaia Project. This is game, I'm not sure, six, seven? I should have kept better track. I have played with a different race every time. I am super stinky terrible at this game. And I love it. I'll play again next week if I want to. It's so good, so good, so good. I know people are sick of me talking about Gaia Project. But if I'm going to give a recap, I have to talk about what I played. And what I played is another game of Gaia Project. Really great. I played a race this time who um, normally you can build federations. These are kind of the cities that were in Terra Mystica, if you've ever played that. Except they can't build multiple federations. They can just build one and then add on to it. And so just a kind of a different way to play, kind of a clever way to play. And I played it terribly, of course. But anyway, lots of fun. So let us know what you have played recently that's been on your radar, and we will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyOfGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.